Paul's really impressed by my clapping. Yeah. It always gets my attention. Yeah. It's like a firework, but without the bright lights. It's the it's the worst part. What you're saying is the worst part of a firework. You don't like the loud bangs? The bangs are great. It's like, it's like you know when you have a firework? Imagine closing your eyes and watching a firework. It's like that. See, I feel like that's still great because the, the light doesn't give you any sense of like being terrified. The sound is the what sound, gets you. Yeah, if you hear ah, that. yes. I love being terrified. It's what part I- of the fun. All right. You ready? Yeah, and then people, that's the thing, people. Like anything about a fire. It's the, it's the worst part. What you're saying is the worst part of a firework. You don't yeah. like the loud bangs? The bangs are great. It's like, it's like, you know, when you have a firework? Imagine closing your eyes and watching a firework. It's like that. See, I feel like that's still great because the, the light doesn't give you any sense of like being terrified. The sound is the what sound, gets you. Yeah, if you hear ah, that. yes, I love being terrified. It's what part a- of the fun. All right, you ready? Mm hmm. Hey, welcome to episode 152 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm here with Paul. Hey. And Blake. Hey, Nick. How's it going, guys? Good. 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 How you doing, Paul? Yeah, good. How are you doing? Good. How you doing, Nick? Good. Yep. How's how's your week been? Good. Good? Good. (laughs) Good all around. Uh, Yeah. Good all all around. (laughs) Uh, We usually talk about video games we've been playing. Uh... But let's start with you, Blake. What have you been playing? Oh my god! Because I already know. Oh my god! I already know early access games for us that you. Um, let me think. Have I bought any early access <laughs> games? I know for a fact you have because you told me. <laughs> Did I? Gee, I don't even remember which ones I've bought now. Um, uh, well, I... V Rising was. Oh yeah, V Rising. Yes, that was early access. Was it early access? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, we could talk about that, but I know the thing you're hinting at. Uh huh. Say um, it. it's, I finished Zelda. Yes. <laughs> Finally. It after only, is, is five there, years or whatever. You know how people do speed runs? Is there an opposite of that? A slow run? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're, I think you're in the lead for that. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, Watch finally, my stream. <laughs> you beat Zelda. The last divine beast you did was, uh, the giant the lava? volcano lizard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you went and you took out Ganon. Yep. And then he did the DLC. No, I did the DLC first. You did? Oh, great. I forgot that. Uh, you, yeah. You yeah. Yeah. Cause I bought, beast. I bought the whole thing as a package. So I got all the DLC stuff and I did, I stumbled across the, uh, cause I finished all the divine beasts and then I stumbled across the start of the, um, the motorbike quest. Yeah, which I just... didn't. I didn't realize that was the quest I was on. So the yeah. whole time I'm like, "Oh my god, am I gonna get some kind of weapon, or is it like a, a, a fifth divine beast? Like, oh my god, what is a fifth divine beast? <laughs> well, it shows up in the loading screen yeah. in the spot of a divine beast. Yeah, um, and yeah, the whole time I literally didn't know what I was, what I was like, what the reward was at the end, and um, you have to. God, it's it's such a crazy, awesome quest. Like, yeah. it's I think it's like it's the best quest in the entire game is yeah. i think you have to go through uh and go back to all the divine beasts yeah. well first first there's that oh my god it's such a long <laughs> it's such a long thing but first you have to um you get a weapon that will kill anything in one hit but 
all your hearts are removed except for like a quarter of a heart. Yeah, so one hit will kill it's you. One hit kill both ways. Which yeah. which was like Yeah, it was it was actually not too bad and you had to take out a few camps of like enemies. Yeah. But the problem then is that you have to do uh like four shrines, I think, or three yes. shrines. Yes. And one of them is just covered in spikes. That will just like <laughs> you touch it, you die, and you have to start the entire thing again, dude. That was the most frustrating experience in so the entire game I've swap ever had. Weapons or anything? What's that? You can't no, swap weapons, no, or you're no, just, just stuck with this. Yeah, yeah, yep, you're just stuck with it. And then like fighting the enemies is fine. Like you just be careful. Like that's it, basically. Mm. Um, and uh, it, but it was it was. It was the one uh, shrine that just had all these spikes and you had to go through <laughs> all this stuff uh, that I probably spent like almost an hour, I think, on it. Like wow, I, I okay. spent ages on it. And I was, I, I, it was getting to a point where like there were parts of it that I'd easily gotten through yeah. where suddenly became incredibly frustrating and I couldn't get through it again. Oh, no. Like it was it was one of those you were on tilt at that point. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh my god. <laughs> and I'd take a break uh -huh. and then be like and think about it for a while and then come back. Wow. It was and then when I finished it I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I've done it. Wow. Yeah. I you know what's weird is I have no recollection of this dungeon. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's the one that stands out to me. I did because you do so many you do four shrines per uh, divine beast. Divine beast. Yeah. So you end up doing so many shrines, and literally that's the only one I really remember the most. Interesting. And it was like the first one. Uh -huh. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I have no recollection of it whatsoever. It's unbelievably frustrating. Oh man. Because you just you just touch, you just get too close to a wall with spikes and boom, dead. You got to restart the entire <laughs> entire. Um, I guess maybe I'm just be Am I better at video games than you? Maybe. Maybe you. Just, yeah. Or you're better at repressing the memory. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> It was uh, great fun, though. It was great fun. And, yeah, and you, you go through, you do those shrines, and then you fight the Divine Beasts again. Yes. And I, I don't... I, I, the fights are slightly different, I'm yeah. pretty sure. And they just seem more like... There's more mechanics going on, and there's more interaction with your, your, uh, your special abilities, I'm pretty sure. Maybe. I'm, I'm quite sure there was. Like, there yeah, were, it vaguely rings a bell. There were ones where, I, like, I did the... Um, the elephant one last, which uh -huh. which I originally had done first. Yeah. So my memory of it is pretty vague, but it's throwing like ice cubes at me. And yeah, if I yeah. if I use my like like ice ability, Pro I can just smash yeah, them before they get to me. Yeah. And I do not remember that at all in the first fight. I'm like, pretty sure that was the case before. Was it? Wasn't, I don't yeah. I really don't remember. But you go into I'm pretty those... sure that they teach you that in order to get into the dungeon oh. in the first place. Yeah. But um you also go into those fights with like limited weapons like they give you a yes. different set of weapons that's right um which is pretty interesting yeah now, I, I, something i found interesting uh, about that whole quest is the limitations they impose basically mm. um did you ever do the eventide island oh yeah dungeon yeah yeah, the, yeah. that that i loved that because yeah. for that exact reason where it was like a microcosm with the whole game yeah or uh have you played zelda I oh. have, but uh, quite a while ago, and I didn't finish it. So I don't know if you've done this one, but in like the bottom right-hand corner of the map, I think there's like an island, and it's it's hard to get to. Uh, maybe it's not bottom right. Anyway, there's an island off way off way off the coast. Yeah, and you uh, uh, you have to have a bunch of uh stamina to get there, and you fly there, and when you get there, or I think you can get there by boat. Anyway, you get there as soon as you touch land. It's like 
um, we're going to take away all of your items and all of your powers, and you're going to start from scratch. Mm. And you have to get the three orbs in their pedestals uh, if you want to get off the island and get all your stuff back. Is that the only part of the game that removes all your yeah. things? I think maybe I did do that. Mm. Yeah. I can barely remember, though. It was quite a while ago yeah. today. But I, I loved that that was a thing at, at all. <laughs> like, it's just like, here, start again. Here's like a, a mini version of Zelda all on this on this one island. Yeah. Which is just, I think, really fun. Yeah. Um, and then there's like, I, I just love the little twists they they find ways ways they find to put little twists in things, like the there's the the one that's a shrine area that's completely shrouded in darkness. Oh yeah, I recently I did that one. Yeah, yeah, not too long ago. It's really, yeah. it's exciting and weird. Yeah. And you have to do everything by like sort of yeah by light. You have to try and look for the light sources and distance mm. and <laughs> by memory. Like, did you? I I remember uh, figuring that out quite quickly of how how to get to the shrine in the in the dark forest uh-huh um i know I, I maybe maybe a spoiler but i i noticed as soon as i walked in there there were these like bird pedestals that you can light yes. on fire and i noticed that the some of them were just pointing uh, like uh, at each other uh-huh and so i just followed them until i eventually like got to the shrine uh, that's cool <laughs> yeah but then on my way like once i finished the shrine uh, you get out. I, all all the lights go out again. Yeah, and you have to find your way yeah. out in complete darkness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was a really great little twist. Mm. Um, so you you did the DLC. Yep. And there's uh at the end of the DLC there's like this fifth dungeon basically. Yeah. Which I really enjoyed. Mm. I don't remember any of the specifics other than it feeling kind of like a giant clockwork. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of things like you like you go in there and there's uh part of the entire thing is moving yes and it's just like a divine beast you can like go to your map and you can change which way this whole like the walls of the place are moving That's right yeah. um and doing like doing that there's things where you have to uh use your magnetic thing to lock um lock parts of a wall that into this moving wall that then make the rest of rest of the dun- right. new the parts of the dungeon move yeah so it's like you're plugging in all these things into this like big gear like uh-huh. these big gears that are turning um yeah and and yeah you end up using i don't know it's just it's 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 the culmination yeah. of all four of them yes yeah. that's it that's what the words i'm looking for it's like the the combined of of yeah. all of them yeah, yeah. It's like built upon all your knowledge from past divine beasts, yes. basically. That's yeah. And then at the at the end, there's a they do an interesting thing that I didn't expect with a with a final boss fight. Uh huh. That um, should I mean should just spoil it? It's I mean it's it's been like four or five years. I guess I so. Yeah, but okay. So when you normally go through shrines, you get to the end of the shrine and there's like this this mummified monk, monk yeah. guy, and he gives you your orb. Yeah. And at the end of this shrine, you you get there. And then he starts moving in a weird way. It turns out, oh shit, this guy is the final boss. Ah, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's and his fight, see, that's the it's, thing. Going from his fight yes. to Ganon's fight was such a step down. Yeah. I absolutely I agree. Because uh, yeah. Ganon's fight is designed to be to get easier and easier for every design divine beast you've done. Mm. And every shrine you do also gives you more health and stamina. So yeah. the more you progress through the game, the easier that final fight is. Yeah. It's, it's meant to be like sort of uh, up to the player to determine their level of difficulty. Whereas this is like, literally you have to have done all four Divine Beasts and all these other very difficult challenges, yeah. and then we throw a big, hard boss fight at you. Yeah. That, so that, in many ways, it's the true final boss. It kind of, it definitely is. Like, it's definitely, 
you it's definitely got a lot more phases than yes. any of the other bosses and yes. they're all like interesting and have different ways of like uh, like mechanics of like actually like beating the guy yeah you're basically fighting a ninja yeah uh and it, it like creates clones of itself and yeah. it's like a giant version of itself and it does all these crazy things oh, yeah oh my god the, the clones of itself and i i went in there uh i think during the fight my like my smaller sword my master sword ran out uh-huh. so i had I, all I had was like big, heavy, one-handed weapons, uh-huh. and the ninja guy, when he splits into multiple clones, will like dash at you yep. and hit you. And by the time my slow attack hits, it's like a full miss, and then another clone hits me from the <laughs> other side, and it's a full miss again, and another clone hits me. I just feel like this slow-ass guy that's just getting like pummeled by all these like little fast guys. Yeah. Uh, so after all these years, you finally beat Zelda. Yep. What do you think? It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Um, I was expecting the castle to be a lot harder. Uh, yeah, okay. But, I mean, that's the thing is that I did do, you know, all the Divine Beasts. I got, yep. I got like, um, I, I got into a second row of hearts. Uh-huh. So I had quite a lot of health. I got four, I got max stamina. Yep. Um, I also uh, crafted a bunch of, like, ancient weapons and uh-huh. ancient arrows. Oh, okay. And, like, I only found out not that long ago... Or, or maybe it's just that, like, the bows I'm using are, like, way stronger now. But, like, I was just one-shotting the Ancient Guardians with those arrows. Yeah, yeah. So, Ancient Arrows do one-shot yeah. Guardians. In fact, they one-shot anything, but they consume the loot. They, like, make a little, uh, basically, like, a black hole and yeah. suck everything into it. Uh, but, yeah, dude, as soon as, like, I, because I'd had, I'd had, I'd had these Ancient Arrows before, yeah. but I hadn't crafted any. Uh, like, I just, I just found them, and I'd used them every once in a while. Um, but they were just like the scarce resource. Yeah. And then when I went into the castle, I was like, I better get some of these. And then um, one of the first guys out front, I just one shot and was like, what the what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized, oh my God, this is like insanely easy now. Yes. If you if you go into the castle thinking this is going to be the hardest yeah. thing and, and you, you way, way over prepare, you'll probably be disappointed. I was definitely way over prepared. And I'm pretty sure like after doing all that DLC stuff, I'm quite sure... Like, like one of the NPCs, maybe it was like Zelda herself or something, said to me that like, um, like you're more than ready to like take on Ganon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah go, go ahead. You yeah. can do it. Now. You can do it's it. Like now. the strength you have now. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't even worry about it. Just, just get in there already. You could have done this ages ago. Go <laughs> spend five minutes in the castle. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. And then the um, you know the 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 black and white monsters or the black and purple monsters that are supposed to be like the hardest types have you have you yes yes yeah yeah um there's a couple points in there where you're fighting one of the like come some of the centaur guys yeah the lionels yeah yeah and those guys always terrified me Uh uh-huh until now like now i'll just roll in there dude i I was rolling in there with like a a big ass sword and just doing the spinning attack on them and then it does like a lightning thing at the end. Yeah. And it just wrecks them. And I'm yep. like, oh my God, this game has just like completely changed for me. Yes. And what I find so interesting about that is it's very organic. Yeah. Because uh, forever. You don't have for experience in- levels. It was even like just that. a few just- hours before that, I was still avoiding those yep. those guys. Because I was like, oh, I don't want to deal with those guys. They're, yep. they're really tough. And now mm-hmm. just taking on the strongest type yep. of them, just wrecked. Yep. You've, it's because you've got better armor. That you've I've crafted got, yourself and upgraded yourself, yeah. And then you've got uh, better weapons that 
although they're like low durability or whatever, mm. you've you've accumulated this stockpile. Yeah, you've got more hearts, and it's all it's all incremental and, and yeah. organic. It's You're, such a it, it it is such a slow process as well. Yes, yeah, you yeah you really. So I did, I didn't realize how powerful I was until I really like yeah yeah uh so uh you you mentioned that you didn't know what else there is to do yeah so now I'm at a point where I'm like okay I've I've beaten Ganon so the big goal is over yep um and now I'm kind of like well I still want to keep playing but I'm not really sure what else there is to do I don't have I don't have the the shield. The Hylian shield. Yeah, so I can I can go and try and find where that is. Sure. Um, and there, all the like there is some other DLC stuff, but it's all just like find this armor. No, there's not. I mean, there's there's the uh, Master Sword Trials. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried that and kept failing. Yes, it's really hard. Yeah, I have never beaten it, but I've been I was playing it on Master Mode. Oh. Uh. So, <laughs> um, here's here's what you can do. Yeah. There's master mode. Yep. Which is start Zelda again. Yeah, I don't know if I want to start again. You say that. <laughs> I I beat that game twice. Yeah. And master mode is really fun. When it's, it, you starting again from scratch without anything. Yes. Yeah, I don't know, man. Hey, man. Even tight aisles real fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know you don't have to, but try it, and you'll be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, may, yeah. Uh, maybe I will, but. Man, I I'm just enjoying having all of this stuff and just going around wrecking shit and sure. finding new things. Yeah. There's things like there's stuff that, um, there's like weird mysteries to me in that game. Okay. So in the in the snow place, uh-huh. I I found these like giant doors in the sides of the mountain, and uh-huh. I have no idea how to open them, and I'm like, well, what is in there? Giant doors. Yeah. In the sides of the mountain in the snow place. Yeah. I've seen, I think, three of them at this point. Okay. And I'm like, I don't know what they are or how to open them. And it's like, I don't want to look up a guide because that always seems to spoil things. I'll have to, I'll have to, you'll have, we'll have to look after the podcast because I'm trying yeah. to remember what that well, is. I'll have to find them because like, I've seen them, but I'm like, I don't really remember exactly where they are. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I have some theories, but yeah. we'll, I'll have to look into it. Mm. Um. Uh, so some of the, the other things you can do. Have you found? Have you built Tari Town yet? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? So have you? Have you? Did you ever buy your own house? Yeah. Once you buy your own house, I think you once you fully upgrade your house. Oh yeah. Which is just buying all the extra stuff. Yeah. Um, one of the builders is like, "Great, that was really fun. You know what?" I'm gonna start my own town. Oh my god! I've got some. I've got some ideas, and the boss here doesn't. Yeah. Really let me use use them. I want to go uh-huh. try it out. And he goes off to um a a the Acadian region, I think. Oh uh, yeah. And you might remember there's like a, a an area in there. It's like a big circular lake. Dude, yes, I have. With like a uh, bridge. I have. Bridge I have in this little circular island. I have talked to that guy, and he's like, I need a um. What what are those rock guys called? Goron. Goron. I need a Goron with the last name. Son. Oh yes, yes. And so, I all through the lava place because uh-huh. that's where those guys live. I was talking to every single one, just looking for uh-huh. one named a certain thing. Couldn't yeah. find anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is one. Um, <laughs> is he in the lava place? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Because I'm like, maybe he's just wandering the world now, and I just have to. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's in the lava place. All right. Um, is he in? Okay. 
give me a hint. Is he in the town or is he just I out in the? I think he's he's not he's not in the town. He's not in the town. He's not, he's okay. not far from the town. I also haven't explored the lava place fully. Yeah. Um. So there's there's that as well. Which... Uh, so this Tari town. Yeah. Uh, there's obviously all these shrines you can do. Yeah, sure, the shrines, but you know that's that's fine. Um, there's a lot of little mini quests. Yeah. Are, and they'll just give you resources or, or mm. rupees or whatever, but just there's just tons and tons and tons of yeah. like personal quests you can do for people. Yeah. Uh, there's like up- upgrading your gear if you want to be like a completionist. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's 900 Korok seeds. Yeah. <laughs> Forget that. It's <laughs> insane. Uh, there's. I don't need that golden poop that badly. With the DLC, I think there's 140 shrines altogether. Holy hell. Um. What else? Uh. I think the the main thing I would suggest you try, other than Tari Town, mm. is uh is trying the master mode. Master yeah. mode is so here, the most fun I think I've ever had, probably in any game, was playing Zelda Master Mode with the UI turned off. Oh wow! So you you turn off all you've got your map that mm. you navigate, and it also t- tells you like uh, when you're in cold or hot regions. Yep. You can turn all that off and get all that information from the animations and mm. and effects and huh. all this stuff. Um, and you can, uh, in master mode, the way it works, I think almost all of the monsters are of a higher tier. Yeah. And um, they regenerate health during oh. combat. Oh, okay. So uh, consider what that means for your weapons, mm. which have limited durability. It's all about, like, co- constant pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot harder, hmm. and it's really fun. <laughs> they also have these flying islands in Master Mode. What? Uh, oh yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So uh, all throughout the world, you'll find you'll see these like rafts. Yeah. They're floating in the sky with Octorok balloons, and enemies are standing. On oh them. right. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. And there'll be treasure chests on them and stuff. Oh, and so you can you can if you can get up there, you can get yeah. resources. Okay. I thought you meant island islands like no not like not, in zelda like, 2 like in the like in <laughs> like the sequel in the, yeah like in yeah. the sequel that's coming oh boy i'm so excited for that man so, so my it's supposed is it supposed to be this year i'm sure it's supposed to be it this got year delayed i'm pretty sure oh, that's exciting <laughs> it's just exciting that it got delayed well no but <laughs> it's exciting that like i've finished zelda and can actually like start this game with yeah. full knowledge of so is it actually the, entire thing? the sequel to Breath of the Wild? Yeah. yeah. They haven't announced the name, I don't think. But yes, yeah, the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Direct sequel. Interesting. I, I, thought it was, they, I thought it was just Breath of the Wild 2. They never... I don't know that they've officially announced the name yet. What did they have on the... Tra- they had a trailer for it. It must have said something. Uh, I think they said it was said the sequel to Breath of the Wild yeah. is coming or whatever. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, going to be cool. I'm so into, like... I'm so interested in the lore of that. Of the sequel? Yeah, because of, of like, what Ganon is. Uh-huh. And, like, the idea that, yeah, Calamity, Calamity Ganon isn't the actual Ganon. He's just another, like, avatar-type thing. Yeah. Just like how the Divine Beast monsters were. He's just another Divine Beast monster, yes. basically. Yeah. And the real one is, like, buried, like, under buried the, on the ground. So cool. The castle and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm really excited. Um. So, congratulations. You finally did it. Yep. Thanks. Paul, what are you Three playing? years in the making. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I started playing 20 Minutes Till Dawn. Okay. I've never heard of it. It's an early access game on Boo! Steam. <laughs> yeah. 
Nice. No, it's um. Is it a survival? Like, it's like uh, that vampire survivor game. Oh, okay. But you've got a crosshair and you can aim. And uh, guns. Yeah. Okay. It's so you, super you, simple, but but you, but you actually control. Yep. It hacks. Okay. Yeah, and there's like a bunch of different characters you can unlock. Each of them will have some different kind of bonus, and then there's like six different weapons I think you can unlock as well. Uh huh. Um. That's not very many. Yeah, it, it's. Very it's, early access yeah, in that yeah. it feels like there should be a lot more in the game. Right. Um, but it's still fun. You get 20 minutes to try survive, and if you survive the 20 minutes, that's it. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Hence the name. 20 minutes is... Uh, I think Vampire Survivors is 30, right? I'm not sure. Okay. Well, I, I, I am. It's that's a long okay. time. <laughs> that's a long time in a video game. Is it? Yeah. Uh, let me ask you real quick, Blake. Uh, you've been playing another game. Yeah. What game? What, Death Stranding? Yeah. And how, how long would you say you've been spending walking well, probably locations? Not as long as Zelda. Probably like, I'm sure it's like two years now. No, but I'm, I'm talking <laughs> a specific delivery. Oh, uh, less than 30 minutes. But I'm also thinking, I'm also thinking like, well, actually, maybe there was that one, <laughs> that one I had to run across the map um with pizza to hand deliver pizza <laughs> and champagne uh-huh. in a in a post apocalyptic <laughs> world this guy wants pizza and champagne delivered um <sighs> but no i mean like like i played monster hunter right and those boss fights are like really long and yeah. and a, a prolonged boss fight like it sounds like it's that like it's just on the go constantly it's not, it's not a boss fight though it's, it's waves and waves, waves and yeah but that i mean it's and you're not still doing the it. same kind of thing, though, right? You're you're still fighting every. You're, it is, every you minute. are constantly fighting for that time. Uh, in Vampire Survivors, at least, you are not doing anything other than moving, really. Right. So it's just movement, and uh, at that point, it's, you can kind of consider it a bullet hell. Right. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's movement to cl- to to kill things and to collect things. Hmm. You're also making choices. But uh, your choices ultimately end up on rails to some degree, hmm. and hmm. at some point you kind of hit a power threshold where uh, you don't necessarily have to move as much, oh, if wow. at all. <laughs> yeah, this this is a lot like that as well. There's once you hit a certain point, the game becomes trivial. Yeah, it's often the challenge is hitting that point. Yep, and then it's after that, it's just all gravy, baby. Just let that gravy soak in <laughs> to your shirt. <laughs> That part of the game is really quite fun too. Just like that, that having struggled up until a point, mm. and then all of a sudden you're not struggling anymore, and you're just killing like waves and waves of these things. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, someone described Vampire Survivors as pure dopamine, which is yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you know, fairly true. Yeah. Um, it's also very cheap, like, and early access, so it's the perfect game for you. Yeah, it was like three dollars fifty, I think. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> twenty minutes till dawn. Oh my god, you can't afford not to buy it at that price. <laughs> <laughs> it's silly, it's but it's fun. It's easily yeah. worth the three dollars. Wow, but that's pretty great. Three bucks. Vampire <laughs> Survivors, I think, is the same. Only has, I don't know. Like after I've done maybe five, I think I've beaten it five times. So I've maybe done eight-ish total runs or something mm. over the last week and a bit and it already kind of feels solved oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um you feel like you got your three dollars worth yeah yep 
but there's not much more for me to do on it. There's, yeah. uh, I can keep increasing the difficulty by beating the current difficulty, mm. but it doesn't feel challenging yeah. once you figure out a strategy that reliably works. Yeah. Yep. I, That's, yep, yep. Um, I was just going to say that sounds like uh, my experience with Diablo Immortal. As well. Yeah. It's just like once I figured out, like, oh, this is just what I'm doing. That's it. Rinse yeah. and repeat. Yeah. Rin- yeah. Once it's a, a rinse and repeat stage, then you're kind of like, well, that's it. I've kind of solved the puzzle of this game. Yeah. yeah. And the puzzle's generally the most interesting thing about mm. the game. Yeah. That's what's like, um, that's what's like the weird paradox, I think, with like survival games. Is that, uh, the, you know, the, the fun is in the surviving, but your goal is to get to a point where you're not surviving. Yes. <laughs> and then as soon as you start surviving and are like not, like not worried about any of the danger, you're like, where's the, where's the game now? Yeah. Like it's, you, it's done. The goal yeah. is to get to the point where you're not having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Survivor game, survival games are interesting. Uh, they have kind of a reverse difficulty curve where at the beginning um, they're often quite brutal and, mm. and, and unforgiving. Uh, and uh, your failure comes uh, quickly and repeatedly. Yeah. Uh, and then you st- as you start to learn the systems and you start to make progress, that loop slows down and the difficulty starts to ease up. And then at some point, uh, yeah, you hit a, you hit the. It's just like okay, I've got this under control. Yeah. And now I I guess I just I've survived. Yeah. Mm. I know um, that's it. You're like, and then and then what? Like they yeah. never have they never have an end game, really. Yeah. So uh, games have tried to solve this. A lot. Some games just do regular resets. Mm. Uh, Icarus. Yeah. Uh, developed by some friends of ours. Yep. Uh, that one has like times, yeah. like, time limits yeah. on their like deployments or whatever they call them. The thing I wonder about that is, um, I see I see pictures of people like building like these these crazy like castles and and things like that. Yeah. But if all that just gets erased, like I just feel like the incentive to build anything interesting is just not there. Like why like it just seems like you'd just build the basic log cabin to house your stuff. And because like if the whole thing's gonna get reset in however many days. Yeah. Then why build anything more elaborate? I yep. did hear that that's what actually happens too. Mm. In the game now. The idea is to build the most minimal hut. Mm. Yeah, it just you can it, just yeah. Drop in and carry on doing other stuff. Yeah. I, I like I haven't I haven't played the game and neither have I. And maybe maybe I should so I'd have a better <laughs> idea of it. <laughs> but like well, I don't know what the meta that you're building towards is, you know, because you're going down to get these like magic resources to take it back up to this base station to, to, to buy stuff. Missions and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then I think you use that stuff to go down so you can more easily get the magic resource. I, yeah, I'm not sure what the loop is either. Yeah. We should look into it. Um, what's interesting though, I think the game that has best solved this issue, and it's still not perfectly solved, I don't think, but I think they've done it the closest is Terraria. Oh, they, what do they have? They have bosses? They have bosses. Yeah. And, and like layers of bosses. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so like you. Yeah. Uh, and there's like certain, you have to beat certain bosses to unlock like new tech to some degree. Mm. And so you can only really go so far or advance so far until you fight these bosses. Yeah. Uh, and some of the bosses require like specific setups, uh, and then there's like also random events where like you you goblin blood moons or whatever, mm. where goblins will just start rushing towards your base from oh, off wow. the screen, and uh, yeah, and you just have to set defend whatever. So um, that's cool. Um, V Rising has a similar thing. 
like okay. it, like quite early on as just part of the standard like tech progression yeah. you have to beat certain bosses that are just around you know around mm. the map in order to like get a new tech to be able to like progress your buildings and stuff mm. like that so that's pretty cool like it's it forces you to go out and it's also like you it forces because you have the day night cycle and you burn to death in the in the sunlight yeah it forces you to go out like instead of just hiding in a in a safe the safe dark woods it yep. forces you to kind of like go out further and further every time which i think is like i don't know it's like a great idea it like makes you actually go out and explore the world mm. but at some point you'll hit at some point you do and yeah it the thing is, it seems like maybe it's kind of early on that you hit that point where you're like, well, that's it. Because um, this game came out and all my friends played it, right? My yeah. my uh, Your survival crew. My survival crew. They played it. I wasn't yep. playing it. And then uh, they played it for a week. And then I was like convinced by some of the other guys from work to yeah. try it. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a go. Jumped on and they, they invited me to their server the whole time I've been playing, no one has been online. Like, oh, and wow. I found their like giant castle and everything, and they had they Jeez. had servants walking around. Like, they it seemed like within a week they had like hit the max yep. of what that game has, and they're done with it. I just had an idea uh, for a, a solution to this potentially. Yeah, which is when you have a, a specific goal. Yeah, the game gives you, and you're building towards that goal. You're building your your castle or whatever mm. so that you can get to this goal. And as soon as you achieve that goal, uh, you are forced to start a new character. And the new goal is to conquer your previous. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. And and you can do that repeatedly. Yeah, like, yeah, that's it, cool. So each time it gets more and more difficult. Yeah. To... But wouldn't Would... you build in back doors? Yeah, for exactly. Your, you... <laughs> next person to come through. And... I, I, that's a good question. You'd have to, I think you would have to build the system such that like, there's a reason that your castle has to be uh, uh, well defended. Mm. Like you, you regularly have to defend against uh, AI assaults uh, on your on your dwelling. Yeah, um, and so you don't put in backdoors because that makes you vulnerable. Mm. Um, and so then later on, when you have to assault this castle, it's built to withstand your own assault. Mm. Um, or it could like uh, it would be cool if it was like other players were able to come in. And attack your castle. So, so every the, time they try that, though, the like Rust, PvP basically. ends yeah. up implemented like badly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking more of like an invasion type situation, like um, like in Dark Souls, like a Dark Souls invasion type, where it's like it's a set time. You know, this invasion is coming. Yeah. You know, so so instead of relying on AI because that can be dodgy sometimes, mm. uh, you just rely on a, a player to cut to invade in and like try to take on this castle that you've built. <sighs> Maybe I don't know. I mean, maybe I've because like the thing that you're talking about. Um, there's that Conan survival game. Yeah. That I can't remember what it was called. That I played a lot. Yeah. Last year, I think. Uh huh. Um, and that had these uh, like wave. These waves of enemies would spawn and attack your base. Yeah. At certain times. Yeah. And like you knew when those times were coming, so you could prepare for it. But the AI was so like just dog shit yeah <laughs> uh that it was it was like trivial like we i remember we were like so excited for this because we'd built up this crazy like defense <laughs> thing and then they spawned they they spawned behind our walls like the the attack spawned inside our base okay not outside uh... <laughs> and then the next time we like 
we're encountering it, we were like, okay, we're ready for this. We got a smaller, more well defend, like yeah. smaller base, but like stronger, not yeah. not as wide, not as large. Uh, and we got attacked, and we got attacked by these like slow moving lizards that we just shot from the <laughs> shot from the walls, and we're like, oh, is that it? Is that we? <laughs> oh, I could just it just it didn't live up to the hype right. that we expected. I think the key would be I, I'm, when I'm picturing it, I'm picturing it in like the 2D Terraria style yeah. where the AI does not have to be complex. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like layouts uh, don't really allow for a lot of backdoors potentially, where it's just mm. like, it's, it's two dimensional. So, yeah. There's only know. two ways you can yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. So I think something like that could work in mm. theory. Uh, it is, it is a cool idea. Thank you. It is a cool idea. <laughs> I, I like it. I should be a game designer. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll get there one day. Yeah, hope so. <laughs> uh, so I I played a little bit of Diablo Immortal since the last podcast. I yep. played specifically enough to get to the point where I was asked to join the uh, Shadows or the Immortals. And you got to do the lottery? I did the lottery, and then I joined the Shadows, and then I didn't log in again. Did you win the lottery first time? Yeah, there weren't that many people. Oh, okay. I think people are stopping to play that game. And yeah. I, you know what? Makes sense. The game's yeah. a lot of good. <laughs> yeah, I, wa- I really wonder about the longevity of it. Uh, it's made a lot of money in the first two weeks. but Yeah, it made heaps, didn't it? Yeah. $24 million or something like that. Yeah. Or, or, which is quite a lot. But is it enough to recoup their costs? I actually don't know. Well, that I, game was in development a long time. Yeah. I just wonder. Like, yeah, it was. To me, it, it, like the way they've set it up, it just feels so much like a... Um, Slot machine, like yeah, like a slot machine, but it's like a, a game that like burns bright but fast because it's like get in, get as much money out of people yes. before they realize the the situation of the game, yeah, uh, and then that's it. It reminds me a little bit of another big disappointment of a mobile game, which was um, uh, Elder Scrolls Blades. Oh yeah, which I have not heard of. Didn't you? You were playing that? Though. I played it a fair bit. I never beat yeah. it. Uh. uh I I played a fair bit of the beta, I think, and then I, I think it launched, and I played a little bit of it, and then again I hit a wall, and I was like, mm. I think I I see what they're doing here, and yeah. I don't care for it. Yeah. Um, the monetization was not nearly as aggressive as it is yeah. in Diablo Immortal, but it was still fairly aggressive. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I just I just wonder what's going to happen, and I don't know. Is it is Diablo Immortal still going to be around basically in a year? Is it still going to be raking in money? Because the thing is, like, if like there, like there are whales, right? That have spent tens and tens of thousands of dollars yep. on this thing, and yep. they're having a great time because they're they're in PvP, just wrecking entire yep. parties, you yep. know. But then that content's gonna fall away as those players, yeah, realize as, as those, yeah, as those players stop playing, yeah, yeah. The, they, it'll be play, paying players versus paying players. Mm. At that point, are they gonna be having as much fun? Yeah. I mean, I they'll know. be on more equal footing, yeah. I guess. So is it going to be... So, it, But where does the fun lie? Does it lie in like the challenge of winning or does mm. it lie in the rolling face? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, it's got to there's, there's be... Yeah, there's got to be that, seeing the outcome of your dollars because otherwise I don't think people would do it. People wouldn't spend 10 grand to to get PvP gear and then go into PvP and just like wreck people over and over and over. But yeah. some people legitimately don't care about the money, right? Some people will just drop ten grand if they can on if whatever got, game yeah. they play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are they, but then it's like, how many of those people are there? Are they? Are is the longevity of this game just whales? 
Like I think for most free to play games, it's just whales. Yeah, but this is I think this is, this is more pretty- unique though because you 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 need the free players for the whales to have a good time at least in PvP. Yeah, you know. Um, yes, this one I think the loop is much shorter. It's mm. interesting because there's a lot of games that function similarly. Do you give you an example? Uh, Clash Royale, which I yeah. played for a long time, uh, a few years ago. Uh, did you play Clash Royale, Paul? A little bit. Yeah. So you can buy cards and you can buy all sorts of stuff and like and and the cards level up and get stronger. Yeah. Uh, and there's a cap, I think, in the in the basic competitive mode, but then there's like a mode where you there isn't a cap. Um, mm. But the the power difference is there, but not as stark as it is in Diablo Immortal. And yeah, it takes a lot longer, I think, for that to become apparent. It took. I remember when you were playing that game. It took you months to reach the point where you're like, I think to go any further, I actually have to buy stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I think I hit the highest uh, difficulty. Yeah, like the highest tier or whatever. Like you were playing it for a long time. Yeah, several months, I think. Yeah, uh, and what? It's been like two weeks of Diablo Immortal, and you're like, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the part of the problem there is uh, Diablo Immortal's core systems are so superficial. Mm. And in Clash Royale, you've got like a deck of eight cards out of a pool of. I, I, I don't know how many they have now, but it was something around like 30 or 40 at the yeah. point that I was playing, I think. Um, and they were regularly doing balance adjustments and it was PvP, so... Uh, and, and it was good matchmaking. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was always like... I, I always felt like I had a chance in, in the next round and it was about making these tactical decisions and choosing my deck carefully and all this stuff. So mm. it was I always felt like I had a, um, multiple paths towards victory available to me yeah often that victory or defeat was in my control um Mm. but there were systems i could look at and and play around with Mm. and yeah in diablo immortal it's like well i guess this piece of gear is stronger than that Mm. so i'll equip it yeah and then i'll do the same eight quests uh and then uh oh i guess i guess i've hit my cap for the day so i'll log off yeah. And I'll just wait. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and thank, thank you for the game, Lizard. <laughs> like, I, I said, I think I said it last week, but I've played idle games that are more engaging than, <laughs> yeah. than Diablo. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty, um, that's a devastating critique, I yeah. think. <laughs> idle games are more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been playing an idle game. I, I don't, did I mention it last time? Uh, I've been playing an idle game called... Infinity Island. I don't uh, think you mentioned it last time. Okay. Did you? So, uh, maybe not. I downloaded it on a whim. Yeah. So it was by a developer who made a game I played years and years ago uh, called like 10 billion or something like that. It was like the, just the, like the number one and then a whole bunch of zeros. Okay. Yeah. And it's about, it's like a match three game with like lots of sort of meta upgrades and you have to escape this dungeon basically. Hmm. Uh, so this developer made a, a sequel to that called You Have to Build a Boat, which was basically the same game. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I was like, years years later, yeah. suddenly I'm like, I wonder if he's made any other games. Uh, and I look this, I, I, I look up his uh, uh, Google Play, mm. whatever uh, thing, like the developer's yeah, yeah, yeah. page. Uh, and he, there's this idle game. And I'm like, that's 
a weird <laughs> direction to take. So I download it. It's completely different to his previous games. Wow, cool. Um, it's just a, it's and I start playing it. I'm like, this game's kind of dumb. Like it's it's I don't care for it. I'm probably not going to play it. Yeah. And this was about two months ago. And oh I, my I god! I play it every <laughs> single day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's uh so the core mechanic is like you have there's an island. And there's pets that mm-hmm. you can collect. To collect the pets, you have like a, uh, like a, a hook shot cannon on the island, <laughs> uh, which which okay. you, which launches out to collect like treasure chests off the coast. Yeah, and you drag the tre- treasure chests back to the thing, uh, and you you tap on them to like open them up, and it can take an amount of time to open up the chests. Oh yeah, like um, real real. Real time time. It, it's they've like, got, basically they've got HP. Yeah, and you tap them once, and then every like two seconds or whatever they'll they'll tick down based yeah. on your tap power, basically. Uh. Um, so so it's it's not a thing of like you tap on it and then it's like this will open in two hours. No, no, no. Uh, okay. Uh, the, this part of the success of this game is a lot of it is dice rolls. Yep. And it's it's I mean a lot of it is timers, but they've hidden the timers behind lots of uh obfuscation mm. and stats and. and mm-hmm. Almost everything has the capacity to be affected in some way through mm. these stat systems, um, and so you're you, this that core loop is like go collect some chests, open them up. The chests contain items and sometimes an egg, and the egg hatches into a pet. Oh, neat! And you can store a certain number of pets on your island. What do you do with the pets? Uh, they generate gold, but you can also f- basically use these objects that are inside of the chests to upgrade the amount of gold they generate. Okay, and then you use the gold to buy. To upgrade, like a basically a treehouse on the island with a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, there's so many systems and subsystems in the game that the, the, there's always stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not like collecting these chests, sometimes the pets the pets are producing these bubbles that contain items, and then you just tap oh, wow. the bubbles to like get the <laughs> items. Um, and then there's like uh, a whole late, late, late in the game, you get like a, there's like a whole research laboratory that oh, lives wow. under the water that you stumble across in a really interesting way wow. uh there's like a weird story that like slowly very slowly is re- being revealed wow. that i'm i'm intrigued to see more of uh it's just there's lots and lots and lots of different systems and subsystems yep and there's always something if i if i just want to sit there with the second screen yeah i'm watching something stupid yep uh and i want something to do with my hands this is there's always something for me to do it's way more engaging than Diablo Immortal. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> um, and I spent I spent like eight dollars on it. <laughs> I was like, "This is." This oh wait, was that is that buying it? No, no. I is that uh, it was it, a microtransaction. Whoa, yeah. you spent money on it. I spent money on it. Whoa, yeah. That's a ringing endorsement. That's right. Holy hell! You didn't even spend money on Clash Royale, and you played that for like a year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Wow. But part of this is like I'm not against anybody. So like yeah. the money is this is not. The incentive is not yeah, yeah. like I want to be better than these other players, yeah. which I always find kind of a gross incentive for a free to play game. Yeah. Well, when it's like, hey, th- it's basically saying this player spent more money than you. You should yes. spend more money than this. Yes, it's, it's no longer a battle of gameplay; it's a battle of wallets. Yeah. And I don't care about that. Yeah. Whereas this is like this is all solo. It's all just like, do I want to speed up my progression slash do I want to like support the developer? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll support the developer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been really enjoying. Infinity Island. If you want like a weird idle game, this is this is one that has a lot of a lot of little things going on. That's quite wow. interesting. The UI is fucking terrible. Oh. Oh, it's part of, part of my language, but 
I was uh, just about to look it up. Too. <laughs> you should you should try it out. It, the, I I the UI is acceptable. Yeah. Like I I've I've gotten past it. Hmm. There's too many buttons. Uh oh. And and it's a little clunky to use at times, but uh, I don't Escape know. Escape to so, a simpler place. Yeah, that's probably it. That's what I've been playing. That's what you've been playing. <laughs> I've, I think I've tried some other things. Let me yeah. Look. A lot of mobile games. I oh played boy. some more um, Stanley Parable as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty much just Infinity. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. You guys got, got anything else? Well, did you guys watch any of the... Um, oh, yeah. The, you... e, the E3, I right. guess. Like, no, what, I no what is it even called now? It, it, I think it's still E3. Is it? I literally have not seen the words E3 plastered anywhere. It was just a bunch of showcases, game showcases. Yeah. Basically. Like developers doing their own showcases. Right. I, um, yeah, okay. Well, I watched... Uh, I don't even remember what one it was. Maybe Microsoft one or something? But um, the standout of that block was, for me, was uh, it, it showed Starfield. Yeah. Um, which looks exciting i just really hope like i really hope they nail it here's what is it uh it is as far as i can tell it's like fallout slash elder scrolls uh in space okay it looks so to me it looked a lot like no man's sky like a lot a lot like no man's sky you land on a planet uh, and the planet is, they, they say the planets are procedurally generated. Did they say that? Yes. They said there was a thousand planets. They said there's a thousand planets. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think what that kind of means is like they use some procedural generation to create the planets because like, right. I mean, and you can't they... handcraft a thousand whole planets. You probably not? could. <laughs> because that's all, I mean, they'd be working on planet <laughs> one still now. Like, um, But the thing is, I, I what I think is great is that Unlike No Man's Sky, they're like, we'll just cap it at a thousand and then like do some handcrafting, make, make, some, in, content make some content in there. <laughs> when No Man's Sky was like, how about we do like 10 trillion billion quadzillion planets and do and, nothing, and do nothing. Put no reason to visit them? <laughs> yeah, and be like, every planet's different, but really, every planet's kind of the same. No content sky, yeah, yeah. I mean, and don't worry, we'll add content over the next six years, which they did, yeah, to and their credit, and it's. It's it's pretty decent now, but it's still yeah, like it's that. it's such a uh, it's such a sandbox. Yeah, you know, it's really just a sandbox. There's a few like quest lines and storylines and stuff to follow, but it absolutely is just a sandbox. You just fly around and basically do whatever you want and yeah, so and build your base and that's it. But um, Starfield has factions, and mm, storylines, and morality and quests and items all over the place, and crafting and skills and combat and guns. The thing about Starfield is uh, the core gameplay loop, to me, does not look fun. Which is what, what, what is that? Like, going to a place yeah. and then shooting a bunch of dudes. <laughs> like, uh, like, the okay. thing is, shooters... I mean, could you, could you say the same for Skyrim? You're just going to a ruin and killing a bunch of dudes? Here's the thing, though. The, the melee combat in Skyrim is, is interesting to me. Like, it's, it's a, it's, it's is a, it? <laughs> you're yeah. just, you're just swinging. <laughs> yeah, but you're, it's like you have to get in their face. There's like a risk there. Um, I, I, I really disagree about the, that's, the Skyrim that's combat. Okay. You know what? I, I get it. Um, yeah. If I, I think I prefer Morrowind combat over Skyrim combat in some ways. Uh, 
Like, really? Was <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even block in that though. Yes, you could. wasn't wasn't it wasn't I think it was a chance based. Yeah, it wasn't a chance yeah. based. Sometimes your shield would raise up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I remember in um, in Oblivion, I was like, "Oh my god, I can raise my shield! Yeah. This is amazing! <laughs> this is yeah. the greatest game ever!" <laughs> um, but you could you could also swing in different directions, and like the direction that you swung in would determine the style of attack and the okay. amount of damage based on the type yeah. of weapon. Yeah. Uh, and so there's like you know there's some depth there. Yeah. My point is that like uh, going into stealth and sneaking up onto someone trying mm. to do a sneak attack or you know, sure yeah okay. like there's there's things that you can do that are interesting. Yeah, around that combat. Yeah, uh, but I, I would also say the combat is not like the main focus of that game. No, I I would probably agree with that, but uh, I think the I like the the kinetic sensation of of melee weapons yep. and like that fantasy setting. You mean you get right up in the face, you see the thing you're fighting, like it feels more uh, I don't know uh, gritty. Yeah, like, it's confrontational. And, yeah, and uh, shooting, shooting someone from I don't know twenty meters away is less interesting to you. Yeah, and also yeah. the AI in the in the demo they showed it looked bad. Like the dudes were facing the wrong way, and <laughs> like it's I didn't notice that. <laughs> it just didn't look very good. I, like I I haven't played a this lot is, of Fallout, but I played yeah. a little a little bit of Fallout, and I was like, I, the fact that there's guns makes this less interesting. This it it is a very like I'm I'm so hopeful but like their track record lately has not been no it's, it's been bad yeah Who makes, who's making it bethesda ah okay yeah hence, i mean it, hence all the bethesda uh, games we've been talking about it definitely looks <laughs> yeah it definitely looks more impressive than than uh when fallout 4 was announced the ship combat is interesting to me that's the thing i think mm. is most interesting to me is like you get you go into space and you fly around and you blast those ships with your ship that's cool hmm uh, but I don't care about going down on the shooting dudes with those. Yeah, with I like it depends on what you're doing. Like, I mean, if you just like you just go in there and it's every quest is like go down to this base and shoot these dudes. Like, that's not interesting. But like, like the the quests in Skyrim, even though a lot of them were just like going to this ruin, they yeah. was they were still kind of interesting like they yeah. they still had like little stories going on within the rune sure you know th there was there was stuff happening so they also did little puzzles and little yeah on the gameplay and so like i i hope that that is I do what too. is going on there because if you just like i'd be i'd be shocked if it is just go down to this thing clear these guys out come back my my i get part of the i think it's it's also just the setting yeah, I, I, you're not a fan of that sort of. Well, look, I, let's say I go, I land on a planet. There's a mm. compound, mm. Uh, even the coolest compound. Yeah, I'm going in there. Like the, the most exciting loot I could probably hope to find is a gun. Yeah, right. Yeah. And whereas, like in Skyrim or whatever, it's like a, an awesome staff or like an enchanted. Sword what if you get an awesome like... gun? But this, that's the thing. Like it's, <laughs> it's still like okay. Ooh, yeah. this gun. You mean it doesn't? You mean it doesn't change your gameplay? It's just like it's not even necessarily that. It's just like. I, there's there's a there's a sense of mysticism and and lore and history yeah. about the setting of the Elder Scrolls world. Yeah, that uh, a sci-fi game just struggles to meet. Like it's it's hard to create that sense of uh of awe about an object in 
yeah. a sci-fi well, setting this is, because this all, is, the, all the objects tend to be new. Well, here's the thing. In a lot of sci-fi settings that do have that the sense of awe. alien race or it's, whatever. It's an alien thing. It's like a monolith. Yeah. It's a something. Yeah, like, and that, they've like, certainly hinted at that in the... Yeah, I mean, you, you can't... Like, you basically are injecting the fantasy element into sci-fi to get that same sense of But like, if it's an alien gun, I don't care. If if it's still yeah, just a gun. I get it, but what if it's not? What, if like, it's an alien <laughs> sword and it's like this is a magic sword and like You don't even know how many like what classes this, are. This like maybe there's a full melee class, you're, maybe you're there's like right. like some mech class or something. I don't know. Like we just don't know yet. But yep. I'm cautiously optimistic yep that's you know? fair <laughs> yeah I, I i really hope it's great yeah uh the, there's some things that are exciting about it uh i think it's also going to be a really good litmus test for what the next elder scrolls is going to be like yeah so i i think like do you remember when fallout 4 got announced no it was i i remember what look that was that was basically the first bethesda trailer i'd ever watched where i was like this doesn't look very good. Okay. Like the 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 graphics looked like I don't know, pretty subpar. Uh-huh. I thought um but this looks great. Um it like I'm, I'm not, <laughs> so <laughs> far. <laughs> well, Severn sent me a, a screenshot of uh oh, I think it was a Reddit post of, yeah. of like the like the conversation oh, uh, animations yeah, yeah. where it's real stiff. Yeah. Basically, Skyrim and, and oh, I'm not even up. I'm not even thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah. I'm not even thinking about. That. <laughs> I'm thinking about like the environments and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't pick up too much. I don't even think they talked too much about the conversation stuff, did they? Like, I, I, I do, I did see a video of like NPCs talking, but yeah, it did look kind of like eh, whatever. Yeah, but I don't know how. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how their conversation. I just I'm, they're probably just the same as like as Skyrim or um, Fallout, basically. I would assume. Do you think they're going to they're gonna bring back the the wheel from Oblivion? Did you did you did you play Oblivion, Paul? Uh, I don't even. I think so, but yeah. I don't really remember. There was like a little a little uh, talk wheel. Where it was like you could oh, I do bluff yeah, or lie yeah. or intimidate that was, that was or weird. or admire or something. Like and you that. didn't wasn't there like a picture of the the character's face in the middle of I it or something? And I don't it was think, like you had to no, you had to judge by. It wasn't a picture of the character's face, but as as you highlighted over it, I think the character's face would react. Yeah, and then it would also have like uh, uh the effectiveness bar, like how effective yeah. it would be. Yeah. Hmm. That lasted exactly one game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There were some. Uh, it's, it's always interesting to see what systems they carry across and what systems they don't. Mm. Uh, I think like, the lock picking is like one of the best systems they've ever. Yeah, done. I always quite like their lock yeah. picking. Yeah, I mean it, it carried over into um into Fallout. Really? Yeah. The same sort of slow twist. Yeah, yeah, and you 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 know you have the lock pick jammed in there, and you're turning the yeah. The thing until it jiggles. Yeah, I had, had the same thing in um, in uh, Fallout, and then because uh, I remember in Oblivion, I could never get their lockpicks in oh. Oblivion. It was such a hassle. Yeah, uh, lockpicking in Morrowind, very different. I don't remember lockpicking in Morrowind. It worked very similarly to blocking. Oh, it's just a chance. Cool. Well, it did feel like uh, I think in maybe Skyrim. That there was just a chance that something would just break. 
like the moment you started? Uh, it was one of them. Maybe there was still just a chance that it would just break immediately. Oh, oh. I it also depends bell, on the I strength of the of the lock. Like if it's a extremely difficult lock, huh? It also depends on the strength of the lock. For the or the difficulty of the lock, I, I mean, it was the width at which, or the, your error of margin, your margin of error, rather. <laughs> but it was, it was also more, it was also more harsh. Like if you got a, oh, if yeah. you tried to open it and it was wrong, it would snap your thing straight away. Instead yeah. of like with the lower ones, it wouldn't snap it. Right? Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, the more difficult ones. Yeah, I yeah, the more difficult ones did definitely feel like you, you just got one shot and then that's it. <laughs> I uh, recently saw a video of a baby watching his dad play Skyrim. Yeah. And the dad was breaking lockpicks and the baby was laughing hysterically. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that was great. Good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just was surprised at how much it looked like No Man's Sky to me. Yep. Like there's even, they're even like mining minerals off a cave wall. Yeah, like, yeah I did see that. that. <laughs> yep. Um, Interestingly, the only other game that uh, they showed this whole E3, I guess it, I think it was E3. Anyway, uh, the only other game that I really cared about, uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Oh right, still exists. Cool, still in development. Yep, uh, allegedly coming out this year. Nice. Allegedly, allegedly. I don't even know what you said. Hollow Knight Silk Song. Oh right, Hollow Knight. Yep. Yeah. Did you ever play Hollow Knight? I did. What'd you think? I I really liked it. I. Ended up getting frustrated because I'd get lost so often. Uh, that for me was the downside of that. Because that world was huge. Yeah. yeah. And quite cavey. Well, yes. very cavey. Yes. <laughs> it was very easy to just end up in the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, one of the downsides of having a world that large is when you have to go to a different location. Yeah. There's like a, a time commitment for that. <laughs> you know, okay. I, I want to the the piece of content I want to engage in is on the other side of the map. I have to put aside ten ten minutes to get there. Yeah, wasn't yeah, there some it. sort of fast? There was like there, there's multiple things you could, nodes travel. you could go between. Yeah, but the they all go to set locations. Yeah, and then there's usually nothing in, in the immediate vicinity. They're in the sort of in the middle of a bunch of different things. Yep, and so you're always going outwards from there to a new location. Um, is it? It feels too much like backtracking, right? If you're if you're going back through an area that you've already been to to get to like some new thing, the, those games do. You you're gonna backtrack those mm. sorts of games. Uh, they try to make it not feel bad. First of all, they try to put a lot of content that uh, you can't necessarily engage with early on in those mm. throughout the world, so that like when you're backtracking, you rediscover. Mm. Oh, I've got the ability to reach this now. Mm. Like, yeah. They also have uh, resources that you generate over time mm. by killing enemies. So you're always you feel yeah. like you're making progress regardless. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of backtracking. <laughs> and the backtracking when you feel like you're getting lost is pretty rough. Because yes, not it... only are you going back ages, you're also going the wrong way, which means that you've <laughs> got to go back through the wrong way you went and then back the right way. Yeah. Uh, late... so I still really like the game. Yeah. I'm just giving it a bit of shit. But... Yeah. Quite, quite late in that game, you unlock the capacity to basically uh, create a recall point. Uh, okay. So that you can like warp to a specific location of your choosing. Yeah. Um, 
but it's quite late in the game, and even then, it's it's you're warping uh, to a specific location from wherever you are, and only one location. So yeah, uh, <laughs> if you end up going way in the wrong direction, without that, you just kind of <laughs> like well, either I die or I just turn around and go back. Yeah, it's uh, it, there's elements of those games that are a bit of an acquired taste, but I I love the world building in those games. Mm. Uh, also, specific, specifically in Hollow Knight, visually was really quite cool, and the music. Yeah, the music in that game is fin- just phenomenal. Blake, now that you've beaten Zelda, yep, Hollow Knight. I I have installed it and I started playing it. Really, not very much. Maybe like <laughs> ten minutes, <laughs> just to get just getting into the like the actual I, start of it. Um, it's such a good vibe that game. That game is fantastic. Yeah, and it, that's also a game that I think gets better and better the further you go. Mm. It's it's fantastic, really good. We are out of time. You guys got any last remarks? What do I? No, I don't think so. No, I don't no. think so. All right, uh, I played. Uh, well, no, I already said that I start. I, I'm determined to finish uh, Death Stranding. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Why do you hate yourself? Is I guess I'm <laughs> so close to the end. I thought I was. I thought I just had a huge ass boss fight. Which was like one of the worst boss fights I've ever seen in a video game. Like, like what really. was so bad about it? It was okay. So you, you you're fighting this like giant humanoid that's like slowly walking towards you, and you have a rocket launcher to shoot at it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you're like, okay, that that's fine. Sure. Um, but then, like, you most of the time you can't actually see where you're going because, like, to shoot this rocket launcher, it zooms in. Like you, you, you look through the, the, the scope, the scope sure. yeah, and it zooms in. And the thing is like firing these like jellyfish guys down at you and also firing <laughs> tentacles at you that catch, that catch you and you have to press X to shake them off. So most of the game oh, is just that. like, I can't see what's around me except uh-huh. for like through the scope. And I'm just like shooting, shooting this thing. And then when I go out of that, I find that I'm on top of a of a building because a building has risen up below me, and I'm like <laughs> now on, on, top, on top of it. And this thing just the thing is, I don't think like I I stood there, and I like I got hit so many times by these like jellyfish things and these like tentacles that this guy is uh-huh. shooting down at me. I don't think I lost any health at all. So I'm like, what is the point of this? And there's also like this weird artificial barrier in like you have this huge arena area, yeah, like this big. Like it's a big like uh like square in a in a in a city you yeah. know it's like a big city square uh but this enemy puts this artificial like weird barrier around you so you can't even make use of the full space that's there when you're fighting oh. this giant guy and he just slowly walks up to you and you're like basically looking straight at, up at him yeah so you can't again you can't see anything that's around you you know what I'm just gonna say it. And I, I, the thing is, I beat it, and I was like, that was like the stupidest yeah. fight <laughs> in this entire game. Uh, Hideo Kojima does not make good boss fights. No, I don't think so. Like, think about Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I can't think of a good boss fight in that game. I've never played Metal Gear Solid. I only played the first one. It was such a long time ago. Mm. I have like no input at this point. Uh, I think the very first boss fight is like Revolver Ocelot. I think that one was kind of fine. But then, like, later on, there's, like, Psycho Mantis. Right. Where you have to, like, swap controller ports. Oh, Jesus, what? Such bullshit. Uh, or there's, like, the Sniper Wolf one, which was, like, a real weird boss fight. Right. Uh, and then, yeah. 
Well, the like the, against the Metal Gear, it's just it's like shoot the weak point, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's just I don't think he he does boss fights very well. No, I don't. I like the boss fights throughout uh, Death Stranding have been like not really the main part of that game. Like they've been fine. What what has been the main part of that game? Walking around. Yeah, walking. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the real right. boss is walking. You walk down a cliff, like that's the thing. You you get through, you get through a dangerous <laughs> cliff. Oh man, you feel like you've been a boss. There was that. There was that the one boss in that game is your patience. Like, <laughs> can you? Can you? It is great. The will Dude, it has to play such, a different game. <laughs> it has such great moments when you're just like, the thing with that game is that you're just walking along this like this great vista, right? And then it just starts playing some like lo-fi music and it comes up with the like <laughs> with with the title of the the track and the band and it yeah. just starts playing and it's just like you're just walking you walk and <laughs> listen to music and you're like this is great wow imagine if you could do that in real life <laughs> imagine it, if you could go outside and walk and listen to music at the same time it is like that it is totally like that wow <laughs> i'm so glad i spent 80 dollars on this <laughs> i didn't spend 80 dollars it was on. It was on sale. Okay, good. Um, you could try uh, Pokemon Go next. Yeah, I've heard lots of people talking about that recently. Well, I've, uh, Pokemon Go really recently. Yeah, it seems like people started playing it yeah. again or something. Really? Is there? Is there? A, it just keeps coming up. Yeah. Is there a new, new like expansion or something? Or is it just most places are done with the pandemic, so they're like, "Yay, we can go out." <laughs> yeah. and again. I have no idea, honestly. I'll, yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, there's battles in it now. Yeah, someone was battle for ages though. Huh. Oh, okay. I was a, did played you, it when it came out and then yeah. forgot about it. Oh my god, that was such a craze. We People had a good time by trains and stuff. Yeah. yeah, finding dead bodies in the parks and stuff. Yeah. All right, we're out of time. Good times. Uh, <laughs> Bring them back. <laughs> if you found a dead body in a park while playing Pokemon Go, email frenziequestionsdml.com. Uh, or uh, if you've got strong opinions about Death Stranding, email frenziequestionsdml.com. Director's Director's Cut is out now. Death Stranding Director's Cut. Oh, just what we need. They've added, he's added a, oh, uh, did, uh, I, did I tell more you? More content. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he added a, um, a uh, uh, what would you call it? A uh, cargo cannon. So you can fire, like, you can fire packages across the, across the map. Instead of walk? Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. I don't know how it works though, but I've just seen I've just seen this like weird giant so, cannon. So here's that you the director's cut. It. Turns out people don't want to spend all day every day walking from point A to point B. I really so we like cut that. out all of the gameplay. <laughs> now now you shoot now you shoot packages and you still fight a guy who's uh, shoots tentacles and yeah, jellyfish. That, that boss fight is, was just I don't even know what the hell they were thinking with that. Anyway, thing. my sister president with the hands, handprints or whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever. That game's yeah. silly. All right. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Bye. So did you, uh, did you have to do the lottery thing to join the shadows? Yes. Yep. So dumb. <laughs> What's that? I, I joined the shadows and I had to do oh, that yep. everything. It's yep. so stupid. All right. Was it everything Paul described? Uh, I don't know. Because I joined. And then, uh, you know what? I didn't play again. Yeah. Because that game uh, is boring. It, it's it's worse than it was in the, in the beta. Yeah. Like, or the alpha, whatever I played. They...
Carl informed me, and then I checked to make sure. Yeah. When you get to, uh, when you when you get to level cap, mm -hmm. and you start unlocking different difficulties for dungeons. Mm -hmm. Um. There's like hell is one of the difficulties. Okay. And to do a dungeon at hell difficulty, which I think is just one step above normal. Yeah. You have to be in a party of at least two people. Okay. Yeah. Which you don't have to be in a party for two people of two people for anything, anything else. else. Right. Like none of the none of the dungeons before uh, before that is hell. Is difficulty. hell the the top tier? No. You start going into like do you, know, do you need more people every tier? I don't know. I didn't. Why? Why? Why would I bother even looking into that? <laughs> uh, why do you think they did that? Uh, well, I think they did it because they probably have analytics that show that players who play with their friends yeah. stick around longer and spend more. And therefore, we are going to mandate that you must play with your friends to progress. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's stupid. Yeah. Like, I hit... Well, especially I if... That, I was like, oh, I don't... Especially if throughout the entire game, you don't need to you party can, out with anyone. You can go anyone. solo the entire game except for this one, and, like, optional dungeon thing. It is a lot better to, like, queue with randoms, though. Versus doing the dungeon solo, just in terms of rewards, you get way more in a party. But I, I don't care about the. I mean, I guess I care about the rewards, but I don't. I don't want to play with other people. Like, I'm not playing Diablo because I want to play with other people. Hmm. It's just yeah, I don't know. The fact that they they force it upon you is stupid to me. Yeah, that's fair. Because you can only get the gems drop if you're in a party of four people. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you have to... <laughs> this game. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can still get them through, like, random daily rewards and things. You'll oh, still get some okay. gems. And yeah. you can still buy them with whatever one of their currencies. One of their... How many... Oh, man, I saw some... I was watching a video where they said they had, like, 20-something currencies. I don't, and the thing is, I'm not even sure if that's just being the, them being, like, hyperbolic. Like, it just sounds... What you guys were saying, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if there's like twenty something, there technically twenty well something currencies. Yeah, there's yeah. If you consider the runes, yeah, current, like a currency, which they are because mm. they, they have no function other than to buy the legendary gems, as far as I can tell, mm. there's more than twenty. True. Yeah. It's so. It's such a game that's been so like specifically crafted to just have every possible hook like free to play <laughs> monetization, monetization versus, hook versus, possible yeah. like so many different layers of currency and like well the thing is like the the fact that there's a lot of currencies doesn't necessarily mean it's like that's not necessarily a problem yeah but isn't it how they all interact that's the it's problem well, yeah, it's just being... how they're metered out right and all of them being exclusive with no carryover to the other kinds i kind of have a problem with yeah, they're all. There's no exchange rate between any of them. Yeah. There's no, so it's not like, like you, that thing with gold. I just have a shitload of gold. You can't use the gold to buy, yeah, runes for example. I can use it to buy here random rares, yeah. and yeah. I don't need rares anymore. And scrapping the rares, I guess I'd get that upgrade currency. Out I think of, but... the random rare, or at least enough, for the random rares had a chance to become unique. Okay. Or legendary. But um, I don't know if that's the case now. But even then, it's like you're doing it to get the materials to scrap. And then you hit the cap at some point. Mm. And then you've got more gold. You've, you've got gold you can't use. Or gold you can spend on things that you know you're going to scrap 
but you can't scrapping it doesn't do anything because you can't upgrade yeah. your gear anymore. It's bad. It's really bad. Bad game. <laughs> Did you see someone come out with like a Diablo Immortal uh, simulator? Yeah. And it's it's how much you spend to get to five stars or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, you got stuff to talk about? I know uh, you do. I know you do. What, finishing got, Zelda? Yeah. What's there to talk about? We've talked about Zelda for so long. Finally, you actually get to you get to speak from a place of knowledge. I'm also real close to finishing uh, Death Stranding as well. Who cares about that? That, that game's garbage. <laughs> I had this boss fight that was really quite shit in, in Death, Death Stranding. Stranding. Yeah. What did you think of the boss fight in Zelda? Um, it wasn't as good as some of the others. I liked because uh, I did all the DLC bosses. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They were they were like going from them to just the last Ganon fight. Ganon it, is tuned to be like you've done half of the content. Basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every every dungeon you do makes that fight easier. Yeah. It just it just it's felt a, it felt like a bit of an anticlimax. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was expecting I don't know I was expecting yeah. Hey, why don't you go? Why don't you start a new game? Go in there with a stick and see how you go. Yeah, maybe. Going in there with a stick. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. You just get off that plateau and then you just go straight again. And, yeah. And that's, that, the fact that you can do that is so cool. To me. Yeah. It's great, though. I like it's such a good game. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Yeah. We're, we're, that's going to be most of this podcast. I'm sorry, guys. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> like, I just don't know what, what there is to talk about with that oh, game. Oh, we'll like, find it. We'll find it. <laughs> I think it's been three years I've been playing this game. <laughs> the funny yeah. thing is, when I was finished, I was like, what am I going to do now? <laughs> I just felt empty. <laughs> Have you done all of the little shrines? No. Like, there's, there is still stuff to do, but, yeah. like, after that big whole, like, you know, it's this whole big goal working towards. Yeah. And after that, it's just like, I guess I'll just go around and see what I, I, I can find. I, I never found it. We'll talk about what uh, I, I know something I can do, and don't give me any hints on it, but I never found the, the shield, the master shield. There's no such thing as the Master Shield, but you're talking about the Hylian Shield. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly where that is. Yeah, so yeah, I never found that. Okay. So I was like, I could go and try and figure out where that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, there's... We'll talk this, about it. Let's stuff, talk about it. There's stuff about... I can, like, to go and do that I'm yeah. excited to do. But, yeah, once I just beat Ganon, I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> just, it, yeah. It's just like, oh, what else is there? Oh, well, I, yeah. I'm happy to talk about exactly yeah. what else there is. Um, that game is the best. Yeah, and <laughs> and and so I went and started playing uh, um, Death Stranding because you hate yourself. Because I want to finish that. Okay. I well, got I got I got high on a oh let's finish finish games thing. <laughs> and then you play Death Stranding. You're like oh I don't like games anymore. <laughs> Death Stranding. I forgot, I forgot most games are bad. You know I know very little about that game, and I watched like a bunch of my sister's partner play it, and I still know very little about it. But I was just walking around with backpacks a lot. Oh yeah, I was thinking it's just it's it's just a well everyone said this it's just a delivery sim. You literally most of the time. When I I started doing side missions for ages uh, last year, <laughs> for most of last year of me playing this game, uh, I was just doing side missions of just deliveries. And I built a road and I had a truck. I had a delivery truck and I would load it up with stuff and just go around delivering stuff. Why are we wasting all this gold off of podcasts right now? It'll be, it'll be, it'll be.